Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister with you until 6 o'clock tonight. Coming up at 5.20 in this hour, we will have Christopher Price, the Boston Globe writer, host of the Patriots Report podcast. He'll share his insights. As always, Saints and LSU fans, love to hear from you. 504-260-1870 is the talk and text line. Give us a call and join the conversation. And it is for Bill Belichick on Sunday He's looking for win number 300. He's 299 and 154. He's only got two guys ahead of him. George Hallis at 318. And the all-time leader for NFL coaches is Don Shula at 328. So let's hope we can wait a week. They play at Las Vegas. So I don't need that. We don't need that. But it's impressive. Mike, I I I, want to read something. Okay. One of our Texas, uh, seventy nine thirty one. I don't think Deuce understands accountability. He just gave Dennis Allen an out. The coach will be the one who gets fired for non-performance. Maybe Dennis does the same thing on accountability, i.e., you're not solely responsible for a breakdown. I don't understand. You're not solely What's the responsible. That you gave him. What out did I give Da? And and as far as accountability, accountability's your record. I mean, it's going to be on. I mean, it's going to be on. His but that's record. not necessarily even accountability. I know, but I mean, that's you know, that's what it is. He goes, you know, it's, he's going to be judged on his record. No. Yes. I mean, in the end, how, 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 yes, that's a part of it. Yes, his record makes him. I don't. I don't think that you, you, you're you're judging him fully. On his record, though, I don't think the decision whether they move to someone else it won't be fully on the record. Okay, that's what you're saying there. He's lost. Maybe loses the team. If you lose a team, lose the team. If you lose a team, right? That's another reason. Hey, look, we're going to move in a different direction. Now, normally, if you lose a team, you're probably not playing really well, and your record isn't very good. Um, But it's not totally your record. But and but 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 my out. I guess where I'm yeah, I don't, kind of kind of confused. It. I don't. Deuce McAllister don't sign uh, Dennis Allen checks. Do I? I don't know. I, uh, when, when was the last me, time? Me, Deuce, hey, when was the we, last we, time we Deuce have McAllister wrote, wrote a check? We uh, uh, earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I like sign. I don't, I, I don't sign Dennis Allen checks. I mean, we need to have a conversation. If I am, you telling me something I, have, I didn't know. I'd love to have the bank account to sign it. That's, but I'm, but I'm just saying. So for me to give him an out, I hadn't given him an out. I agree. I, I, I tell Da, hey, hey, bruh, you and your guys, y'all ain't. This ain't it. I don't, I don't mind telling him that. And I think that we have a good enough relationship where 
yeah, douche, you right. Or, you know, he might say, get out of my face. But, I mean, I, I, I think that for me, I'm not going to cover for him. I'm going to just tell you the truth. Yeah, that's what I, you've always been that way. That's what people appreciate the most out of everything. The great things that you do in the booth is that you're, you do. You call everybody. I, I, I mean, but it's good not, and bad. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. It is what it is. But to, to say that, <laughs> I got one texture that, that I owe an apology to. I, I think it was uh, Hank. Hank. But Hank, and, and, and Texer, what is that number? 4880? Yeah, I can't see it as yeah. well. 4880. 4880. Um, if you say something that's not true, then I got to let you know that it's not true. If you say that they're not scoring touchdowns, no, you, Hank, you're exactly <laughs> right. They're not scoring touchdowns. But don't say that you're not running screens when I just told you four screens that they ran. Well, three really. The other one wasn't really a screen, but you, you're, you're, you're calling those plays. So don't say that, hey, well, this – if you say they're not throwing to the middle, Hank, you know what? You're exactly right. They're not attacking the middle of the field. You said that during the game. Yeah. You're, you're not attacking the middle of the field. And so I guess the frustration and, – and we're a smarter fan base – we're, we, 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 we see it. We understand it. We've had success, particularly a lot of offensive success. And I think that that's where the frustration comes about. And I think that, you know, we throwing stuff on the wall to try to find something to stick in a sense. But at the same time, no, that ain't that. What you throwing up there, that's not the right stuff. Right. <laughs> or at least what, what you think that's sticking, that's, that's not it. As we say, as we go to break, I don't know who said it. I'm going to look this up. Winning cures, cures all. all ills, <laughs> right? What, Winning it, cures all. All these people that are a cure, you win for you go into New England and win and go into Houston and win. You're four and two, and we're not, we're not talking about Dennis's emotion on the sideline. We're just not. Winning covers it. Huh. It doesn't cure it. It covers it. No, wait a minute. That's not the line. No, the you're line changed. is it. No, the, the, you're winning. Right. But it's are you masking. still playing? Is yeah, it it's, it's, winning it's masking. by masking? There, that, 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 there you go. Ah. There you go. Ooh. All right. We're going to take a break. I'm going to look up who said the original line. No, that's the original line, what you just said. it. But, yeah, but I don't know when you look at when you look into I like your yeah, line. No, no, like no, that. no. But, yeah, when you winning look into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Masking. Got to take a break. Fans in the pro coming up after this, we'll be talking to Christopher Price, Boston Globe writer. Talk more about the Pats and the Saints on Sunday. WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Fans of the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. I've been trying to find the original person who said the quote, winning cures all ills, but it's been said so many times by so many people across the board, I, I can't find it. But I, I shall find it, and we'll bring into the conversation now uh, Christopher Price. He is the Boston Globe writer, host of the Patriots Report podcast. Christopher Price, welcome to the show. It's my pleasure. How are you guys doing tonight? We are, we are good. You're on with Mike Haas and, and Deuce McAllister. And uh, what I was looking up prior is actually will, will suffice in uh, Foxborough as well, that winning cures all ills uh, for the <laughs> one and three Patriots, same for the two and two uh, Saints. It's a, a very important game for both teams. It really is. It sets up, at least from a New England perspective, it sets up as a get-right game if you're the Patriots, especially coming off last week's disaster in Dallas, the 38-3 loss to the Cowboys. This is a team that's back home again, that's looking to get back in the beam, and there are a handful of quote-unquote winnable games on the schedule for New England, and this is one of them. And if you could win this week and then go on the road and beat the Raiders, another theoretically winnable game, you can get back to 500, and then you can kind of talk yourself into some, you know, some postseason possibilities. But this is, you know, they, they really need this one, you know, in New England. Christopher, when you look at this Saints team, what makes you feel, you know, just from, from an objective uh, standpoint, what's the confidence that, that makes you feel that this game is winnable or, or gives you that, that thought process that is it because you're at home, you know, just – Walk, walk me through that a little bit. Yeah, it, the, the fact that it's home. Look, this is a pick'em game. I, I'm, I'm completely cognizant of the fact that this is really a toss-up when you look at these two teams, because in you know you guys alluded to it. it it's these two teams are very similar. You know, they're they're facing you know a, a very similar set of circumstances here because these are you know two early in the season. They both need a win. They're maybe not where they want to be. But look, if this game was at home, or if, if this game was in New Orleans, I, I might feel otherwise. I think New England is, I, again, like I said, you know, this sets up as a winnable game for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, because they are at home. Uh, you know, this is a New England team that has not won at home this year through two games. And they're, again, they're looking to kind of get back on the right track. And you know, there, there's no better way to do it than in your, your home stadium. So if things, let's talk about, you know, First half, um, New England hadn't had a lot of success. How do you think mm-hmm. those fans uh, kind of react to that? You know, um, there's been situations, even for the Saints, you know, they've got booed at home going into the locker room. Is that something mm-hmm. that you kind of sense could could happen if they're not playing up to par? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's happened already. Earlier, earlier in the season, this is a New England team – and I thought it was fascinating because you know, no matter – you know, you can make numbers do anything, but I thought that it was fascinating that uh, the Patriots are one of the worst first-quarter teams in football. They've only scored six first-quarter points over the course of the season, and the Saints are one of the best first-quarter defenses in football. And so if those numbers hold, I would expect some boos come Sunday. The Patriots have been booed at home a couple of times. They were even booed – you know, get this, guys. They were even booed in the regular season opener – 
against the Eagles in the first half with Tom Brady in the building when Tom Brady came back and was honored before the game. So, you know, they will turn on a dime and, and because the, the, the expectation level here is so tremendous over the last 20 or so years, they've gotten used to that. And so if things aren't going right out of the gate, I, I would certainly expect some boost. We feel your pain on that one. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, been, been there, kind of done that. Yeah. So we trust me. We're not used to this. Yeah, and so um, looking looking at the injury report for both teams, really, and just you know focusing on New England. And I know it's a common practice for 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 the Patriots, uh, particularly the head coach, to kind of list a ton of guys and from a questionable mm-hmm. standpoint. But I do know that a couple of guys, you know, uh, at least that twenty one day window opened. Yeah. as well as some guys that have been banged up, possibly coming back. But, you know, just a, uh, somewhat of a true indication just from a practice standpoint or a field standpoint, who's going to be available? You know, because that, <laughs> that, that's a lot of guys this early in the season to have uh, on, on that injury report. I think it's the biggest question when it comes to health going into this game, even, you know, a day and a half away, is that cornerback. They traded for J.C. Jackson – a couple of days ago. Now, J.C. Jackson has not played since week two. Uh, he had a ruptured patella tendon in his season last year with the Chargers. And he didn't speak with us in the media today, but he went through practice. He was, uh, afterward, we saw him in the locker room, and he had a big wrap on his right knee. Now, I think he's going to play. I don't think he's necessarily going to go wire to wire, but I think he's going to play. The other cornerback question that comes into play here is Jonathan Jones, who really, at least, you know, in, in my eyes, entered the regular season as the number one corner. Uh, that was before Christian Gonzalez, you know, did what he did, and since he's gotten hurt, so he's pretty much, you know, out of the picture, at least right now. Jonathan Jones is a veteran, very steady veteran, uh, 29 years old, been around for a long, long time. He's had ankle issues, and he's been on and off the injury report. He hasn't played the last three weeks, but he is a lot closer now, it's my understanding, to playing than he was, say, a week ago. So if you could get those two guys, if you could get you know, whatever, 20 snaps from J.C. Jackson, and then you could get Jonathan Jones to go, you know, maybe play three quarters of the game. Then you start to feel a little bit better about where you are as a secondary because I think that's really going to be the biggest key for New England in this game is if they can slow down some of New Orleans' offensive options, versatile offensive options. I know Kamara is still kind of working his way back, but, you know, there's been a lot of talk about him, Taysom Hill, the whole group of them up here. And, and so that that's where I think we should start with that conversation. If you could get J.C. Jackson involved in a handful of plays, if you can get Jonathan Jones back, I'd feel a lot more comfortable at the state of New England defense, even after losing Gonzalez and June on that. Does Miles Bryant move into Gonzalez's spot initially, depending on what whether Jones is health? He did last week, and look, Miles Bryant is, Miles Bryant is what he is. Miles Bryant's like a fourth option at corner. They, they've had just an absolutely historic run of injury at cornerback. First of all, Gonzalez went out last week. Jonathan Jones has missed the last three games. Marcus Jones had a shoulder injury uh, in week one, who was their slot corner and their kick return guy, really great special teams player, but also you know, a really good cornerback. And Jack Jones has, had, you know, has, has been on IR for the first four weeks of the season. So those are really fundamentally you know, your, your first four quarterbacks. And so Miles Bryant had to go up against C.D. Lamb last week, and that was part of the reason why they lost 38-3. to three. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you can get those guys back, if you get Jonathan Jones back, that kind of creates a little bit more stability back there on the back end for the Patriots. The good news back there is that they've had a couple of safeties in Kyle Bugger and um, – uh, Jabril Peppers play really well this year. So they've been able to kind of paper over some of the deficiencies that they've had on the back end. But still, 
you know, you get those guys back and you get Miles Bryant back as your third or fourth option in the corner, you feel better about your pass defense. What about offensively? I'm, you know, as I'm kind of going through, uh, you know, Kendrick Bourne, obviously, and, you know, rookie and Demario Douglas, but really Hunter Henry, uh, man, he's the guy. He's, he's been your, he's your leading receiver, yards, receptions, yeah. two touchdowns. I mean, uh, you know, Mac Jones just had, had, you know, you talk about the booze in that week one. Well, I mean, you know, the pick six on the first drive and it went through the fingertips of, of Kendrick Bourne and then throws it to Ezekiel Elliott. He gets popped, ball comes loose. I mean, it, that, that's not on Mac, although he's got two pick sixes and a strip fumble. Uh, so it's, 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 I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's from a Saints defensive standpoint, wh- where's this New England offense? It's it's struggling right now, and look, a lot of it is on Mac, and he's really in kind of the crosshairs up here. There's there's talk of okay, you know, is Mac the guy? Should they move on? Just all, all sorts of questions about the quarterback play. I, I would submit to you that part of it is the the really the struggling offensive line. They've had real health issues. They haven't been right since left guard Cole Strange went down with a knee injury the first padded practice of the summer. They've shuffled guys in and out of there. They've had four different starting lineups through the first four games. They've had to rely on some youngsters. Antonio Mossy has played some guard and some tackle. Uh, you know, veteran Trent Brown has been in and out of the lineup with, a, with a, a concussion. And so they've really had a lot of issues. And I think that's all kind of fed into the, the struggles of, of Mac Jones. I will say this, that Mac has not done himself any favors because, as you guys know, that you know, it's the quarterback position. You're, you're going to have to kind of overcome adversity at some point. You're going to have to play where things aren't perfect. And Mac has yet to demonstrate that he can overcome that sort of adversity. He's not, you know, he has to have everything perfect for him to have success. And part of that look is his history at Alabama. He played with, you know, nothing but all Americans around him. And so I think now he's really kind of struggling a little bit and he's looking for answers. But I think ultimately it starts really with the offensive line and, and it's a domino effect. If they can get the offensive line right, Mac will get right. They'll be able to run the ball. They'll be able to build off play action and they'll be able to be more effective in the passing game. But it, it's really, you know, through first four games, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a mess so far for them offensively. You know, Trent Brown was on the injury list today, popped up on the yeah. injury for the, a yeah. chest injury. Yeah, with a that chest problem. I'll, I'll say this. When he's healthy, he is, he is really good. He's really good at that left tackle spot. And, you know, they have David Andrews at center. And, but in, when you can play either right guard or right tackle, depending on, you know, injury and where they feel he's most effective. But they just had so many guys in and out of that lineup. And, the, you know, the guys they went and got in the offseason free agency, Riley Reef and Calvin Anderson, they've been, they've been a, a bit underwhelming to this point. And, you know, Mafi has been a good rookie, but they drafted three offensive linemen, and Mafi's really the only one who's been effective at this point. So, look, I, I think it really starts with that right there, the offensive line. And the last question I have, and I know that he's just probably been gushing about it all week, and that's Bill Belichick talking about trying to get win 300. I'm sure he's just been, you know, <laughs> chats by the fire and just, you know, bringing a cocoa to everybody and talking about it. Yeah, he didn't really talk about that. I, I, I think that that's all part of up here. I'll say this. Up here, that's all part of a conversation that he doesn't engage in, in that he desperately wants not desperately, but he wants the all-time wins record. Right. He wants to surpass Shula. And then I, I think the big question, the big picture question for a lot of people up here is would Rob, would Bob Kraft fire Bill Belichick before he got that record? I think that Bill is going to get the record and then the Patriots are going to kind of move on from there. A lot of people think Gerard Mayo is the next guy to succeed him. 
Bill O'Brien, you know, look, that's, you know, two, three years down the road. But, but yeah, he doesn't, he didn't really talk about yeah. that a whole lot. No, he's got, but he's also 30 wins away, right? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. 30 yeah. wins yeah. away from Shula. So that you, a couple of good seasons, yeah, you're good. But bad seasons, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you know, uh, yeah. it'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting. We'll have to wait yeah, and see. Yeah, it really, it really will be interesting. Yeah, because again, I, I don't think uh, just me, Having covered the team for almost twenty years, you know, it's, I don't think they're gonna they would fire him before it got to that point. But it, it's going to be interesting to see the whole you know see the whole thing play out over the next few years. Well, Christopher, we appreciate your time. Uh, we hope that he does get win three hundred in, in Vegas, and you guys can all celebrate out there. <laughs> uh, Boston Globe writer, host of the Patriots Report, along with uh, Chris Hogan, who uh, spent some time with us on on the air here earlier this week. So, hope to see you uh, this weekend. Look forward to it, and, and thanks for your time. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Christopher Price, we will take a break. Got some people on the phones. We'll talk to on the other side as the Saints and the Patriots Sunday at noon. Two and two versus one and three. Back after this, fans in the pro, my cost, Deuce McAllister. WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. Mike Ostus McAllister talking a lot of Saints and Patriots, a big one for both teams, LSU and Missouri tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. The Brian Kelly Show comes up next at 6 o'clock. And then for the first time, live on location is the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. They'll be at St. Martin's on Green Acres. So that's coming up at 7 o'clock. And get back to the phone line here as we're working our way towards uh, the Brian Kelly Show. James has a week five matchup question. James, welcome to the show. Mike Austin Deuce, what's your question? Hey, hey guys. Um, you know, we chuck off a lot of boxes with this game um, in terms of winning. But, uh, I mean, because Judon's gone, Chris, uh, the Gonzalez kid who I really like, he won't be able to play. I think uh, they're, they're trying to, we're going to just going to try to run the ball on our throats and get that rookie wide receiver going. But ultimately, uh, I expect us to win this game. If we don't, um, you know, it's already a problem with me. I was never really a fan of DAs. I think I mentioned that on the air several times. But um, what what do you guys think is a remedy right now? Because it, the interesting fact about this is, at this particular moment, week four, you know, he got fired from the Ra- Ra- Raiders in week four. Um and I don't think that's going to happen now, but I, I do think the conversation is going to escalate in terms of his dismissal uh, next week because uh, against the Texans, right? Uh, two was it two weeks from now? Yeah. I don't see us. I don't see us beating the Texans the way we're playing right now. And I know I can see the looks on some guys' faces. 
you know, the body language just is not good with the team. So, I mean, you really want to stretch this out? I was never really a fan of DA is what I'm trying to say. I mean, but what if, what, I, I, I James, know, what if they go to New England and win and then go to Houston and beat C.J. Stroud? I mean, and then, you know, now what? Now they're 4-2, coming home to play Jacksonville. So, you know what? Lance come, Moore and I agree with right. – Lance Moore said 11-5. I think 11-5 with this week we, – we, we have – You need 17. You got you to you get to 17. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying, I think this is a weak schedule. Um, and, you know, people wonder the, why is this going on with the offense and so forth and so on. Because you're looking at the schedule, you think we're not the same team. Sean is not here. Drew is not here. Uh, a lot of guys with offensive line, you know, offensive line played a little better this uh, this past week. But, you know, the guys that were really making things work on the offensive line, they're not here any longer. And we're we're shaping into, you know, a defensive ball club with no offense. All right, and, James. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I hear you. Let me put it that way. I hear you. How come nobody ever calls and says, what if they win the next two games? Right? It's all we, we, That was about, by the way, getting fired in week four, which gone. Right? I mean, the, we knew starting this season that the Saints, if you just looked at their opponent's schedule, had a, what, mathematically, is an easy schedule. 31st. The Falcons have the easiest, mathematically, based on an opponent's record only. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's a flawed system as well, though. Sure. I mean, it, it, it's a flawed you gotta system. you take everything into account. Yeah, it's a flawed system because here, here, here's the problem. Look at the Giants right now. You were basing their talent and their perception of what they did last year. Look at Chicago. Everyone had Chicago taking the leap, taking the leap, taking the leap. Look last night. Look at Minnesota. Last night, yes. <laughs> right. You, you performed well, but I think are, that you, are, you, are, you, are you telling me that Chicago, you know, is a better team? They beat Washington. But, and, and, and then you, you talk about Minnesota. Minnesota Wasn't blows as good last up. year. There, there you go. Minnesota blows up their team because they felt like that they could not win the one point or the one possession games like they did last year. And so um, it's a flawed system, but, you know, you, you, you play who's on your schedule. You, you control some of that because you know you're going to play division games. But outside of that, it's based off of record and where you finish right. in the division. And so uh, it's interesting. Um, the Saints – I don't say must win this game, but they would they would help themselves out if they go out there and, and perform up to capabilities. That's what I'll say. If they go up and perform up to capabilities, then a lot of the conversation that we, we're having, you don't even have anymore. But you want them to go up there and perform up to capabilities. Whether you like the coach, whether you don't like the head coach, whether you like the OC, whether you don't like the OC, just put them in position to make plays. Put them in position to be able to be successful or fail. That's that. That's what you want, and then it, it becomes it's on the player, but you got to put them in position to be able to be successful or fail. That, that that's all you can ask. And uh, this is, you've got to run the football. If this team cannot run the football, well, here's here, here's something, and, and me and a um, a texter were talking about it. The lack of play action, right? The lack of play action. The Saints 
run a form of play action. But here's the other thing uh, uh, when you talk about play action. If you aren't protecting your quarterback well in straight drop back passes, play action, you know, takes even longer. Right. You know that, right? All right. And they got to respect the play action. They don't well, you, respect you, the play action because you're not running the ball. Well, yeah, that's that's true. But a straight drop back, no. the quarterback sees it. He can get it out of his hands. Play action, normally he's going to have his back turned at least for a second or two to sail the play action. Now, that offensive line that probably hadn't blocked well already in straight drop back is having to block even longer. Now, if you don't trust him to block straight up past it as far as a straight drop back, I'm going to go and play action where I'm going to ask you to block even longer. Think about it. I'm with you, but we how can we not trust them? We got to trust them. Our guys are all top-round picks. You've Except given for- up 14 sacks. So tell me if, if, <laughs> if there's some trust. There, there, I mean, there's some clear issues. Now, you've gotten better, but, I mean, it, it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Yes, you haven't run the football, but am I really going to run play action when I'm asking you to block? Two seconds, three seconds longer. Why would you? I'm just. This is a total care. Why would you run play action? You haven't run the ball. Who are you? Who's who are you fooling? You don't. I mean, you can. It's 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 almost like, um, Plastic like running running motion. Table. When you run motion, you want to see what the defense is giving you. It's no different from play action. I want to see what the defense is going to give me, and how the reaction, how the drop, the movement of the line the movement of the defensive line, the right. movement of the linebackers. So it's not like, okay, you ran the ball uh, effectively for, for 10 yards, 12 yards. That may not have been the complete game, but it does enough with the eyes. And so a lot of times a linebacker, he's reading uh, the helmet of the lineman, you know, how he's firing off the ball. If it's a straight, his stance, if he's, you know, pass setting completely, if he's able to fire off the ball and, you know, whether you talk about uh, attacking a defender, uh, you know, some different things of that nature. So it's almost messing with his eyes a little bit, affecting him. That's and that, that one count, that one count may be all that, you, like you talked about for the quarter. That one count may be all he needs for that window to open up. And so um, you've got to trust that the guys up front are going to do their job. But when you go back and look at it, it's almost like hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, right. we, we haven't done a great job up front of protecting the quarterback in straight drop-back pass situations. So now – That's going to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up after the break, it's Deuce's Keys to the Game. It's my favorite part of the show. That's coming up. It's Fans of the Pro, Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. So we've got to step aside here on WWLAMFM.com. Always free on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Our final couple of minutes here on the show. LSU tomorrow, 11 o'clock at Missouri. Tulane is off this week. They'll be at Memphis on Friday the 13th. Saints at noon at New England. My favorite part of the show. It's Deuce's Keys to the Game. I write them all down, and then I use them for Sunday's pregame show. So all right, first go. of all. Here we go. We usually start, and it's always an interesting stat, and that is how many rushing yards are needed. 
Um, for for this team, yes, you need to go over a hundred rushing yards. Um, you got to run the football. And I know one texture, and you know you, we we just talked about the play action, that ability, inability. You've got to run the football, but also I think for the Saints, you've got to attack the perimeter. You know, I I think that you have to attack that secondary. Um, and for me, work the middle of the field. I want to see how many throws are targeted from ten to fifteen to twenty yard area, the middle of the field. I mean, uh, but just because I think you haven't taken advantage of that area of the field enough. I don't Why? think that you, uh, I, mean, I don't know. I mean I don't I don't have that answer. But yeah. you just hadn't done it. You know, a lot of times that's your entire receiver. A lot of times that's your tight end. Right. Well uh, I had one tight end last week. And so um you've got to be able to do that. And for for me, this team has to frustrate this team. The Saints have to frustrate the Patriots. And what I mean by that is you want that crowd to turn on that team. So the Saints need early early success. I don't care if it's another return. I don't care if it's uh, interception. I don't care if it's a drive where you 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 get 7, 10, 14, whatever it is, that you have successful drives with explosive plays, whatever it may be. But the Saints have to figure out a way to have early success. Here's the other thing as well. When 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 a team is is kind of desperate, and I don't know if either of these teams are will say that publicly, but you've got to be aware of any type of trick plays. You've got to be, whether that's special teams, whether that's defensively, um, some type of trick play. You can't let that beat you. And for me, for this Saints team, fourth and short, don't even hesitate. Fourth and short, now depending on where you are, (laughs) but – I am going to trust my guys. I am going to trust my guys. And so you give yourself a chance. You're a better football team than New England, but you got to go and play the game. You've got to go out there and prove it and show it. And, you know, some of that, you're a better football team just overall because of health, who's available. Now you got to go out and execute. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who's available for the Saints as far as offensive line-wise. Yeah, and them too. Them too. Trent Brown. But, I mean, you're right. I I can't tell from there, you know. Everybody's limited. Yeah. Everybody's questionable. Everybody's questionable. (laughs) But for the Saints, you kind of get a better picture and you know a better picture. But if you can protect your quarterback and your quarterback can can be sharp, and he did throw all of this week, it wasn't just uh, watching and then, you know. Proving yourself, He did throw. Um, so from that standpoint, get the football to the playmakers, you know, and, and let those guys go to work and go have fun. That's right. That's, you said it's almost pretty, it's almost good. They're on the road this week. Go have some fun. Just, I mean, it's you against the world, baby. Trust me. It's you against the world in New Orleans right now. So it's you against the world in, in Foxborough. So go up there and make them. You know, boo. Right, right. <laughs> you, 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 you will be the villain. I love it. You maybe, will be maybe the that's villain. That's what you need. Maybe that's what we need. Right now, know. yes. Get out of town. Get a W. All right, my friend. Thanks to Deuce. Thanks to Charlie Long in the booth. Thanks to Christopher Price who called in earlier. Saints and the Patriots. It's a big one. Thanks for listening. Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister. Fans of the Pro. The Brian Kelly Show is up next here on WWL. AMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 